0: You've seen their TV shows. You've watched their webcasts. Now, Staves and Hartigan invite you to
1: Poker in the Ears.
2: Hello, my babies, and welcome to Poker in the Ears. I am Uncle Daddy Joe Stapleton. Here's my work wife, James Hartigan.
1: I'm having a cup of tea.
2: Happy Valentine's Day! And to you, my work wife. Work wife. Years ago, I did this bit where I did Poker Player Valentine's, and my favorite one was from Barry Greenstein, and said, hey, let me get a little bit of that ass on the river. Can we put some... No? Okay, no laughter. London, London, London! I am back in London town, doing more commentary for the Poker Stars Championship Cash
1: Challenge. I'm actually going to be very sad when this series is over. I imagine the audience will feel the same way. It's been extraordinary fun to watch both from the point of view as a commentator, but also re-watching the shows as a viewer when we discuss them on the podcast.
2: Yes, uh, Cash Game Poker just is, there's a big gaping hole on television, and there will be another gaping hole when that show goes away. Luckily, there are four or five more weeks to go on the air. Coming up on today's show, we have got platinum passes for your asses. Well, we have platinum passes for their asses. We've... <laughs> We've handed out, we're not giving a one, a one on the show yeah, today.
1: Just to be clear, you cannot win a platinum pass by listening to this podcast. Tune
2: the fuck out, we don't care. No, there's a free roll coming up later, stay tuned for that. We've handed out around 35 of these things so far, and it's time to check in and see where we're at. I guess we're about 10% of yeah. the way through handing them out. Uh, one of the most recent winners of said platinum pass is Fintan Gavin, Yeah. who just won a mega stack in Ulster. Where, where, where's Ulster?
1: Northern Ireland. Ah, it's in Ireland. Northern Ireland. That's why I wrote in
2: the notes here a a European poker journeyman, because I couldn't remember if he was Irish or Northern Irish. Finson is fully Irish. Fully Irish. There you go. He's a poker journeyman who's been on the scene forever. He will be on our show for just around 20 minutes instead of the forever. He's been on the poker scene. The American Poker Award nominations are out, and there's really only one of those I want to discuss. (laughs) We'll talk about that in a little bit. And I'm very
1: excited about today's super fan quiz because Andy Fuord, (laughs) Fuord, Admit it. When I first sent this guy's name to you in an email, you thought I'd made a typo. No, because
2: I've seen his name before. Okay. (laughs) Before. Yeah, it's F-O-O-R-D. He is the super fan and he has challenged me to Goonies trivia. James, Goonies was a movie I watched countless times as a kid. And that's what I like to say. uh, That came at a time that I like to call BC, before Chemicals. Like so before, you I actually remember shit, right? I
1: remember stuff from the movie Goonies, so yeah. And it was... I've only seen it once when it first came out. It's a film I want to revisit because obviously now I have a child of my own. I think it would be a movie that she'd be, enjoy. Yeah, I would be really interested to see if she would like it because this is a movie that I, it was one of those that I watched every day as a child. Because my knowledge of the movie is not great, the questions were outsourced. So once again, sure. Robbie and Matty, the interns, have put together... Uh, 10 multiple choice questions, which will be presented to yourself and Mr. Ford. Well, let's
2: talk movies just for a second. We did sure. the,
1: the, the overblown movie show last
2: week, but sp- <laughs> we've always got stuff to catch up on. Can I just
1: say, people receive that show relatively well. Sometimes we get a lot of shit for going off tangent. Yeah. And when we're not talking poker, 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 people are like, uh, the show is called Poker in the Ears, so can I please have more poker in my ears? Um, but actually, I think there was a poker-themed movie, and also... People want us to talk about the big releases like Star Wars. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And I think that when we invariably get shit-canned from this job, maybe we should do a an entertainment podcast. That was Richard Orford's Straight suggestion. up after he this. He
1: was also probably hoping that we'd bring him in as well as the third guy Well, in Richard the booth. is going to be a guest soon, right? Yes, uh, in our Sochi preview, because Richard's going to be joining us on the mic for the Sochi live stream. So uh, we'll get to know Mr. Orford a little bit better.
2: Excellent. So this week's movie and TV talk, real quick here, uh, I did manage to watch a few episodes of Black Mirror over the last couple days did you repeat my era of watching it on a plane i did i watched so i watched episode one of season four like the star trek episode yeah and without too much of a spoiler all i will say is i was like if this has an unhappy ending i'm fucking done i'm done (laughs) i can't do that was so awful like the little world that they had created was so terrifying to me that and i was my heart was racing yeah, uh, to find out whether or not there was going to be so I won't say
1: whether or not I'm done with Black Mirror, but uh, I, I, I'm, hey, it's good shit. It is good, but you just have to watch them apart. You cannot binge yeah. Black Mirror. And the thing is, you have to go in expecting it to have a bleak ending. Yes, And if it has a happy ending, well, that's just a bonus.
2: Yeah, and so I won't say what the ending was in that. James, you uh, were watching some Netflix.
1: Yeah, I, I, I do love The Crown. Now, this is not a show. This is which, not the first time you've mentioned The Crown. No, but I want to mention it because I do think that a lot of people will take one look at the subject matter, one look at the trailer, and think, nah, I'm one of those people. It's another historical drama, it's another bloody Especially British it's, costume it's real, drama. Real, right? But. This is just really good political drama as well. Peter Morgan is a fantastic writer, and this is not normally the genre I would find myself watching, but I am engrossed, and I'm currently midway through season two, and I'm absolutely loving it. This is a show you can binge, and I firmly believe that you would like it.
2: All right. I tend to like fiction a little bit better because it's hard for... Truth to surprise me. I
1: don't think that it is 100% fact. I think there is a certain amount of dramatization in the storytelling. Not yet. Just say yes. (laughs) Hopefully by season three, because that's when they're recasting it. Um,. I actually meant to bring this up last week. What do you mean? Wait, what do you mean recasting? Like they're going to change out the whole storyline? Well, for the first two seasons where it's been focusing on the young Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. So oh, the 1950s. Grown up. So in the next season, Olivia Coleman is going to play the older Queen Elizabeth, I guess, as we move into the late 60s, early 70s. Okay. Because the idea is following the Queen through her reign. So we'll, through the we may get
2: present day Queen eventually or like ni-
1: 90s, early yeah. 2000s. Oh, cool. Neat. Um, I meant to bring this up last week. Yeah. What. Unlikely activity do you think I have started doing at the weekend? Yoga.
0: How did you get that?
2: Because that's what ev- that's like what everyone's doing. It's like one of those things that's like mainstream
1: now. I really thought you'd never guess that in a million years, considering how
0: physically
2: tell me
1: it's great, right? awkward I am and how I have no natural center of gravity, no natural balance. It's just, I'm a, a really bad fit for it's yoga. It's supposed to be one of those things that's for everyone, though. Yeah, well, I do this kind of family yoga session, and so it's not too serious. At home, or you go to a place? No, it's, it's, it's at, a, at a, 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 a club, and it's, um, no, I do enjoy it, but it's actually really hard work. Yeah, of course it is. So do you do you, you like it?
2: Yeah, I do. Have you, have you seen benefits from it?
1: Yes. I mean, bear in mind, being as tall as I am and sitting at a computer for as long as I sit at a computer, yeah. I suffer from a lot of like RSI and a lot of back pain. And sure. It helps with all that shit.
2: You're not the only one who suffers. Anyone who has to sit with an earshot of you. Uh, <laughs> let's do some social media. I wanted to follow up on the guy. Remember Lucas Hayes' pain? who couldn't find the free roll, oh, yeah. like, message me on Facebook. He wrote to me again, he says, you mentioned me in the podcast, ha ha, I almost crashed my works van. We'll try and find the free roll again tonight, hopefully I can find it this time. He's also recommending that we watch Altered Carbon. I'm hearing mixed views on this. And then uh, he said, I watched the first episode of Black Mirror because you guys were talking about it on the podcast. Holy crap, he fucked a pig, what the fuck? I'm disturbed for life.
1: Oh wow, he's all the way back in season one. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that was a particularly disturbing episode. Um, I got hassled about the free roll this week. Um, Someone told me how much he enjoyed the podcast, but when's the bloody free roll? I don't think I can be any clearer than giving you the day of the week, the date, and the time in three separate time zones. And the name of it, which you can easily search. And the password. I would accept. That if this were a live stream, and it's a case of if you weren't listening at that particular moment, you may miss the details. But if you can scrub back 15 seconds in case you missed some of the detail on a pre-recorded show, what's the problem?
2: I would say if you miss the detail, delete the episode, re-download it. I like where your mind's at. (laughs) But yeah, just, I mean, look, maybe you need to download the, the episode the day it comes out, because... You know, you may listen to it after the free roll, in which case it's impossible to find then. um, So more social media. I've, I have a social media beef with James. Oh, no. This week. Well, you already know what it is. It's that like I woke up in L.A. to the news that I had been nominated. Oh, hang
1: on a second. Are we going to talk about the American Poker Awards? Yeah. We have to create the proper milieu for this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this subject matter... Deserves a great deal of respect and reverence. We need to <laughs> set the right tone. Shut up.
2: I can just picture... Uh, j- j- wait.
1: Now we're ready to talk about the American Poker Awards. Well, the
2: only thing I'm mad about is that you beat me to the joke that <laughs> Nick-, Nick Schulman's going to look great. walking into that music with his crown and his scepter yeah so i wake up to the news that i've been nominated for broadcaster of the year i think is the category and um as soon as i saw i was like there's no way i can first of all i won last year so that
1: yeah the poker awards do have a trend where you're one and done right yeah
2: you can't You can't win two years in a row and i especially wouldn't have won this year anyway now that nick shulman's been nominated the guy's a natural everyone loves him he's just you know he's the new kid on the block and he's he's a professional poker player like i just can't compete with that it's never gonna happen as
1: one poker stars executive revealed had nick shulman been on the scene in 2010 you never would have got the big game that fucking
2: pissed me off so (laughs) much i was like uh hello (laughs) and we're friends like me and that that guy are like fucking close anyway so i was like well at least i can like make a joke about this nope Hardigan beats me to it because he's eight hours ahead of me here in england and he's like i look forward to nick winning this award and i'm not at all offended by the joke i'm just i'm like well now I can't make that joke.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. And I think it was Lance Bradley who pointed out that you would be less annoyed about losing out to Nick Shulman and more annoyed about the fact that you didn't get to make it. Yes, the joke. and he
2: beat me to that. Like I was that was gonna be my next tweet. <laughs> I was like, well at least I can compl- Oh no, Lance beat me to that joke. So you used to do
1: what everyone else in LA doesn't get up at 4 a.m. That's my problem was
2: going to bed before 4 a.m. for once. So um more social media here is that uh, Sean McCormick, who runs the the poker room at Aria. Decided to put out a Twitter poll as to, uh, he said, broadcast of the year, who would get your vote? Nick Shulman, Stapes, Lon McCarran Ali Najad. And I haven't, I've been ignoring my at replies for like the last four days. Did he actually
1: do this as a poll where people I think could actually so, but, vote? But
2: my, my software doesn't show polls. So all I have are the at replies that people sent. And I figured that you guys could relive my pain.
1: Translation, Joe went into preferences and disabled polls so he wouldn't have to suffer the Wait, pain is of there seeing... a way?
2: is there a way to turn them on? I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, no, because I, but I, ha- I specifically have it so that everyone can live my pain with me. Okay. Right now as I read them. Let's see. Uh, this guy thinks Kevin Rob Martin should have gotten it. So I'm not even good enough to beat people who weren't nominated. But
1: hang on a second. There is a separate category for Twitch streamers and I would argue that Kevin Martin belongs in that well category. Jason and Kevin
2: do do commentary now with the oh, Aussie I millions so, and with the yeah. replays of our shit so I don't know it, it's first of all these awards are really stupid unless you win one so I'll just <laughs> say that uh, Blank says oops I accidentally voted for Stapes please accept my apologies uh, there's one for Nick Nick Schulman is hands down the best another one for Kevin Jason uh, let's see Not even close. Nick Shulman is the greatest of all time. Are you Uh, being tagged in all of these tweets? Oh, yeah. Ali is the best.
1: Wow. Uh, Not being funny, but we do have a podcast to get through here. I don't need your confidence being at rock bottom. That is not going to help me, and it's not going to be good for the audience. Leave it to
2: Alan Kessler to reply uh, with a complete non sequitur. If Kerry doesn't win influencer award, the whole thing is a sham. Thanks, Alan. Thanks for tagging (laughs) me in that tweet. (laughs) Uh, voted for Coolest Voice in Poker, Nick Shulman. Nick is so far ahead of everyone else, I just wish he did it more. But then this guy goes to say he can't believe Tuck on Sports isn't mentioned, so I don't know how how, how valid's his opinion. Just kidding, Dave, like you listen to the show. Uh Nick is 100% the goat. <laughs> I would vote for Doug Polk, okay? Um Yeah, Doug Polk. Alina yard. Well, only Nick gives in depth hand analysis of these four, so kind of comparing apples and oranges. But
1: just to be clear I'll be an orange. Just to be clear, it doesn't matter what the audience think. It doesn't matter what social media thinks. This will be judged by a panel. By a panel, right. And just to be clear, that panel will not even be selected until the night of the awards, hashtag integrity. Wait, so the panel doesn't know... Who, how do you know more about this than I do? Go follow Alex, and he's been tweeting about this endlessly. It's just, I, I
2: can't read every tweet from every person. I, I follow nearly 150 people. Will <laughs> you be going
1: to the American Poker Awards? I am going to the American Poker Awards, but... Well,
2: first of all, I think it's rude to be nominated and not go if I live in the fucking city where it's happening, okay? Like, I don't like giving up a Thursday night. It's a big date night, okay? Thursday, is new Friday. It's a good date night. But I live in LA, and also I got a new thing. Got a new thing I'm going to be promoting there. So, I got to go and kind of pound the pavement a little so, bit. So, to
1: be clear, the awards are on Thursday the 22nd. The next podcast we will be recording after that will be in London on Wednesday the 28th. So, that show will be our Post American Poker Awards special. We'll have Joe's first-person report on the night and hopefully we can speak to an actual winner. Yeah, maybe
2: I'll bring a, I'll bring some re- a recording device possibly too and we can have some actual footage from there. So, anyway, do you think we could get Nick Schulman on the show? I will do my absolute <laughs> best to get Nick Schulman. That would be a lot of fun, actually, and i I would look, I would look kind of cool, right, if I like had no problem having Nick on the show. The fact that you're thinking about this, I would, I would that that makes me look like a boss. I'm like, yeah, let's say he's better than me. He is, he is better than me, in in one way, <laughs> in, at least one way. Anyway, so there's this other category, um, poker event of the year, and I'm yeah. thinking. The Poker
1: Stars Players Championship next year has gotta be a lock for that, right? I don't know though, because does this cover the period January to December?
2: It would be like the awards that are held in twenty twenty. Oh my god, twenty twenty is gonna be a year. That sounds like the future. I mean, technically it is the future, but it sounds like the distant future. Anyway, I think the Poker Stars Players Championship has gotta be a lock for this in twenty twenty seven or whatever the fuck it's not it's eligible.
3: Welcome to a new day, we can take on the
1: Now, we have talked a lot about the PokerStars Players No Limit Hold'em Championship over the last few weeks and months, ever since it was announced in Prague, but if you missed any of our live streaming from either Prague or the PCA, or you've been living in a cave and not seen any of the coverage across Poker Media, this is the big event that will be taking place as part of PCA 2019, so it's going to be in the Bahamas at the Atlantis Resort, I think it starts on the 6th of January 2019, and the idea is it's a 25k event taking place over 5 days. But there is some added value. This is not your normal 25k high roller. There is going to be a million dollars added to first. And it's unusual for a poker tournament to actually have money added to the prize pool. Because often organizers will put up guarantees. Right. And there's the chance that They'll add the money
2: if they have to.
1: Exactly. And if they don't get enough runners, then they have to add money to the prize pool. But generally, most events that run with a guarantee exceed that guarantee. So the operator's not on the line for anything. This is guaranteed overlay guaranteed extra million for the winner, right. plus an extra eight million being added to the prize pool by virtue of the free rolls that are being offered to 320 players who will receive these so-called platinum passes, which is the code, if you like, or the name that's being given to a qualifier package for the PSPC, which is your buy-in for this 25K event, your travel, your accommodation and expenses. I think the package is worth around 30,000 US dollars. That's what we've been saying, And... As you mentioned at the top of the show, Joe, about 35 people have received these packages so far. So some are being given to winners of major events. So when we're at the PCA, for example, we saw uh, Maria Lampropoulou win a platinum pass because she won the PCA main event. I think recently at the London Festival, again, we covered it on Poker in the Ears. Caledou he won the London Festival main event, so he gets a platinum pass for that. But others are being handed out randomly, and I actually really enjoyed... Let's just go back to the Bahamas for a yes. second, where we did some of the more random Platinum Pass giveaways. That was a lot of fun.
2: Now, I'm not going to lie. Peel back the per- the curtain a little bit. It was stressful, because these Platinum Passes are so important. This event, there's a lot of uh, effort and time and money being spent on it, so everyone's like a little tense about it. So it was stressful handing out these packages because there's a lot of suits around, a lot of people were watching, there were people that didn't watch any of the other coverage, you know, people who have a really high pay grade, who all of a sudden were tuning in to watch these passes being given away. All that aside, fucking
1: fantastic to be able to do it. It was an honor and a pleasure. Guys like uh, Tai Ha, so this is the guy, this was the start of day two. Yeah. And they decided that they were going to give a platinum pass to one random player at one random table at the start of day two. So you had the table number, and then when you went to that table, they dealt out a hand face up, and whoever won that hand won. But the hilarious thing is that Ty ha was late into the poker room and wasn't actually at the table at the point the hand was dealt out. He literally arrives as you hand him the platinum well, pass. Well, he was at the table, but he wasn't seated. He was ah. right behind me. I didn't realize I thought he was
2: late. And I was well he was late. He was late for the start of it, right? But he was he was standing right behind me. And so it was a little weird because I obviously just mentioned how much how stressful this was and that there's pressure and I was live doing this and I really didn't want to mess this up. But as I'm doing it and they're dealing to the empty seat, I hear a voice behind me go, "That's my seat." And I didn't want to acknowledge him because who knows, he could be any random asshole who's going Oh, that's my seek. You know, people like to joke about that when, yeah. when you re- read out a, a raffle ticket number. Someone's like, "Oh, I'm the winner!" And so I didn't want to derail this whole thing by being like, "Oh, is that you?" And that it's like some friend of mine who's fucking with me. Turns out it was really him. But yeah, so to give it to him. And then there was, you know, the the what is it? What do you guys call it? The, tomb- the tombola. The tombola. Me and Mike Ward spinning that thing around. Uh, we gave away two passes there. One to David Peters, which I, you can see to my face if you watch the coverage. I'm just like. I can't believe really fucking David Peters just want to play Because I mean, The
1: irony is that David Peters is one of the players who will be there in January anyway and will yeah. be paying 25K had he not won the package. Uh, the other guy, by the way, who got drawn out as a wild card or during the... Long John draw, Silver, what's his name? Stephen John Joss. That's it. And this is a great story because he had come to the PCA courtesy of a $27 qualifier. So he'd satellited to the PCA main event. He was having a trip in the Bahamas with an investment of twenty-seven bucks, and then turns that into a thirty-k package for the PSP. It's like a monopoly when you
2: roll doubles; like you get to <laughs> yes. go again. Except, don't do it three times; you go to jail. And also, when I called out his name, I, I'm. We'll probably confirm this later when we speak to the guy. I think he was in the room when I called it out, but he was. He also thought he might have been getting trolled, so he didn't say anything. We were hoping like whoever it was, I would call their name out and they'd be like, oh my God, I want a platinum package. He was there. He just was
1: like kind of too afraid to come forward. I think as time goes on, people will become a lot more familiar with the mechanics and also what the concept of the platinum pass is. I think the poker world's already hearing about it for sure. Um, One of the other people who won a platinum pass in the Bahamas was Maria Konnikova. And she is someone who we've seen at the tables a few times. I think since Monte Carlo last year, she is a journalist and a psychologist who decided to write a book about poker. I think it's that classic... I'm a psychologist. I understand that there's elements of reading people and psychology in the game of poker. So I'm going to give this a go. Teams up with Eric Seidel, who kind of gives us some tips, who becomes her mentor and her coach. Apparently. And then, all of a sudden, (laughs) less than a year later, she is winning a major title, winning the national championship at the PCA, and gets the platinum pass. She
2: seems like a nice girl, but that's so fucking annoying.
1: (laughs) <laughs> one one year in the game, you don't like the fairy tale narrative. Oh, nice do you? job getting Eric Seidel as
2: your coach and winning a fucking major, multi-thousand-runner event. One year later,
1: great job, Maria. Uh, can I pick out my two favorites, by the way, from the Platinum Pass winners so far? Yes, please. Uh, obviously. Fintan Gavin is a given, and we'll talk to Fintan in just a moment, but in addition to Fintan, another guy who has been on the European circuit for forever, he's made EPT final tables, one of those people who's always been on the cusp of a big win, Andrea Benelli, and he won the Italian Poker Open, and he got the platinum pass as well, and I have to say, Baz Hamas, because he is Baz the Hammer (laughs) Hamas. And purely because he has that nickname, I'm all for Baz to be at the PCA next year competing in this event. He is the Hammer. I uh I like
2: that Kaladu so that we saw him at Prague and I kinda got attached to the guy. I think he's a really charming, fun player to watch. You already mentioned that he won a button and pass. That was pretty cool. I feel like this guy, Mikolai Sip, had a pretty interesting story. He's the one that we also
1: gave away. During the Bahamas, right? This is on the live stream. You remember we had the daily challenges, seven challenges in total, complete four challenges. You go into the draw, you conducted that draw, Mikolai's name was picked out at random, and we actually spoke to him on the live stream. So I did say uh, earlier this week that even though we've already interviewed Mikolai briefly, uh, I do think we should try and have him on the podcast. I was thinking, Joe, maybe a super fan, because this guy got into poker by watching our TV shows and live streams. That is
2: uh that is just fine with me. Um I like this guy's uh Ant- Antonian Raf Rakovich, Rafikovich here. 33-year-old builder. Love that.
1: I mean and this he has is the cat. whole This is the whole idea, isn't it? Is to give people the opportunity to play an event that they would never normally even consider being part of.
2: Right. And these these are the ones that I'm more interested in. You know, these folks if we can somehow Get one of these builders or poker fans who've yeah. never played higher than a 1K tournament in their lives down to the Bahamas to play in a 25K event and walk away with what's got to be... I mean, this is not binding, guys, but I'm thinking first place has got to be near enough $2 million for this thing. First place is probably be nearer to five. five. There you go. Fine. Great. I was, af- I was afraid I would... <laughs> come into you and you'd be like no, no 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 just to be clear the
1: million is being added oh to that's first right price. sorry i
2: forgot about that yeah so that's of course
1: so yeah um i mean the total price pool for this thing could be close to 20 mil that is fucking exciting So every now and then on the podcast we will do one of these recaps. We'll look at recent Platinum Pass winners and we will speak to someone who's going to be at the first PokerStars Players Championship. There is no time like the present. I am thrilled to welcome to this
0: podcast all the way from Ireland, Mr. Finton Gavin. Hello there, Finton. Thank you for that introduction, James. I'm absolutely buzzing to be a guest. I told guys, James and Joe, two of you. I'm 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 a super fan. I just have to say that from the out, I'm a big fan. I love your work, guys.
2: I'm a big fan of yours. I have to tell you that uh, I can't remember if it was when I first moved here, or when I was first flying back and forth. But one night I was flipping through the channels, and there was an episode of the UKIPT on, and that was my introduction to you. I think you won it or came in second, and you were a joy. And you're still, for a guy that's been in the game as long as you, have, I would expect you to be. Um I don't know, a lot more broken and spiritless. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you're too kind for saying that. But ho- hold on a second. I'm not that old. I mean, some people do look at me and think I'm a real dinosaur, but like I've only really been on the scene playing live since maybe 2003, 2004. So I'm not like I'm not like old old school. I'm I'm new old school. I I yes. You're not old
2: old school. You're still from the first poker boom. Middle school, (laughs) I guess. Middle school. (laughs) I mean, for a guy as affable and seemingly social as you, it it makes a lot of sense that you would take to the live scene.
0: Yeah, I mean, like we always like. I mean, the Irish the, the culture here, cards is big. I mean, there's a few card games that's just kind of you learn when you're a kid and you know, you're brought up like your grandparents, your parents play cards. Well, certainly my back, that's my background and many other people like me, you know? So it's part of the fabric really of our culture playing cards. So the live is, you know, it's, it's, it comes pretty, pretty okay to me. And I, I feel no, I mean, at the risk of sounding like a <laughs> bit of an ass here, I, I feel I have an edge life, you know, I feel I can, you know, read situations and, uh, you know, uh, that's that's I go with I go with my gut feeling, and sometimes it works, sometimes it works uh, pretty badly, but most times I do okay. Well, you certainly seem to have a live edge in the mega stacks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, was it two was... in a row, Vincent, back to back mega stacks? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was kind of funny because uh, I, I'm from Galway, I'm based in Galway here, and I've done a, I've done um, I've done a lot of work with poker stars in the past with live tournaments. Like I I, I love live poker, and I run my own tournaments here in Galway. And I remember PokerStars was coming and uh, I wasn't even going to play because I was really busy. And one of the guys rang me and said, look, you're after missing the second flight, but there's a turbo flight. You know, come on in. And I I just dragged myself out of the house. I was the last person to rage. The rage was almost closed. Regged and... uh, just just went on a bit of a heater and it was it was such a buzz i mean it really was it was great to win a poker stars event especially in my hometown
2: let's roll it back a little bit you said you're too busy you said this, so you're obviously not a professional poker player then what is it that's keeping you so busy outside of poker
0: well, actually, Joe, I do uh, do a lot in the industry. I do a uh, little bit of commentating. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I do a bit for. Great, uh, I'm going to lose to
2: this fucking guy next year. Now, <laughs> lose to Nick Schulman this year. Lose to and Gavin next year. What? Oh, he's not. He, he's luckily he can't win an American Poker Award.
0: <laughs> and I do run a I run a regular game here in Galway as well. But um, I also my family has a few small businesses that I help out from now and you know mainly running events. Uh, We have a weddings uh, venue in Ireland. And uh, so, basically, I'm busy. But I have five kids, guys. My youngest is three and a half, and I have two older kids in college. So, I mean... Time, time is precious when you get to my age, you know? Yeah, I mean, when
1: I first came across you, Fintan, you had the reputation as someone who was very much involved in the industry, who was running poker games. And that was back in 2008 when you had the deep run in the EPT in Barcelona. Now, Joe, this was before you were working on the tour. This yeah. was an amazing event and an amazing final table. Jason Mercier, Sam Chartier, and the top three, Davide Katai, Fintan Gavin, and Sebastian Ruthenberg. I mean, wow. that was... I imagine it was a lot of fun, Finn, and not just to get that result, but also to play with those guys.
0: Absolutely, I mean that was that was 2008. Really, was the height of the boom. I, I thought, you know, that was that was a really good tournament. It was an eight thousand buy-in, and uh, I qualified online. I went over. There wasn't that many Irish over there, so it was a kind of a, I was a bit of a Johnny No Mates. So, I, I, but that kept me in the tournament because. I didn't want to go bus because I know to hang around to go for beers with, you know? So that's <laughs> on you know? So, um, yeah, I had a, uh, was a fantastic tournament. And, uh, I mean the, the quality at the final table, I mean, I really, I was, I was out of my depth really, but I just went for it. I, 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 think I had a little bit of an edge live, you know, you know, cause I played every, every night of the week I played maybe for, you know, the three or four years previous to that. And, uh, I just said, I go for it. You know, I woke up on the day of the final table and I just said okay these guys they've few of them have been in this position before so they've more experience in this environment but I said look I just said I'll go for it and that's what I did now uh we don't see you at obviously all of the stops on the tour you
2: seem like a busy guy you've got a family now that you've booked two huge wins recently are you going to play more are you going to travel more are you going to stay with how you normally do things
0: yeah, it's a good question. I mean, this this tournament uh, that I've won a package for, I mean, uh, I mean, it just sounds like the dream tournament. I mean, if you could dream up the perfect tournament for a poker player, I think they've got it right. Uh, you know, a freeze out, the big buy-in, uh, the money at it, you know, the soft fields, you know, a large percentage of the field would be like people like me just... Quali- you know, qualified randomly, like, you know. So, uh, you know, this is a tournament I think I need to get, uh, you know, I think I need to prepare for, and I think I need to start playing again. Maybe, you know, the bigger tournaments, the EPT stops maybe, and hopefully maybe one or two high rollers before next January. I
1: mean, this is a $25,000 buy-in event, Vince, and you mentioned that when you finished second in EPT Barcelona, that was an 8K. What's the biggest buy-in event you've ever played?
3: Um,
0: the biggest, I played the WSOP-E uh, a couple of months ago in Kings, and that was €10,000. Yeah. And I believe that's the biggest I played, yeah. I played the World Series main a few times as well. But yeah, €10,000, I think, is the biggest buy-in. I mean, I find that fascinating because generally, and I know it's
1: it's a, it's a cliche, but you tend to break poker players into categories in terms of what their bankroll is and the kind of events they play i love the fact that one minute you're playing a ten euro event at the world series of poker europe and then you're jumping into a 170 euro mega stack a couple of months later
0: i know and it's it doesn't feel strange to me at all james you know and but like the point you make people have said it to me to go like what are you doing playing this <laughs> and i'm like why not like this is what <laughs> this is what i love You know, I I mean, it doesn't like the best game I play, Okay, is with my five brothers and it's a 20 euro buy in and it's my favorite game in the whole world. And I mean, that's the one I want to win. And I still can't win it.
2: (laughs) Five brothers. I just I love a good cliche. I love a good stereotype. That's that is just wonderful. Do you think that when you go to play the Poker Stars Players Championship next year. It's twenty five k buy in. Will you feel any different? Will you be more nervous? Will you are, are you just even tempered,
0: even keeled all the time? Well, I'd like to think I am, um, but there I feel there is a difference with this tournament. It brings me back um, in my mind to when I qualified many years ago for like you know you know you know WPT Reno or, like, the Aussie Millions or something, back, you know, 10, 12 years ago, and, like, there was, you know, you'd be contacted by the operator, and there was a real buzz. It was the highlight of your year, you know, qualifying for a tournament. And I kind of got this feeling again um, with this one, you know? That's what it feels like, you know? So I I think it will feel different. It definitely will feel different because it's so special. I mean, there's no doubt. It's just such a special tournament. But I'm actually hoping that I'll just sit down and I'll just, you know, play my natural game. That's what I'm hoping. Now, guys, you know yourself, I tend to bust out of tournaments very early, uh, you know, and (laughs) don't be surprised if I'm, you know, the first man out giving you an interview on the side. You know, you know, giving, giving you details of what I'm going to do for the rest of the week. I mean,
1: you say that, Finton. obviously you're being slightly modest when we look at your string of results. Joe's already referenced your UKIPT win. I remember you making at least one other UKIPT final table. I think it was the event in the Isle of Man that I covered a few years ago. Um, I mean, are you going with any expectations? Do you have any goals? Or is this for you going to be, for want of a better phrase, a poker holiday?
0: Um, no, I actually need to win this to get me out of a hole, to be perfectly honest, um, the five million up top, which I think it's going to be, I actually need that badly. So, so that's that's what a that's great a little-
2: advertisement for poker. The guy's just won two mega stacks, and he's like, you know, I need five million to get out of the hole I'm in. Now, this is what happens to me when I when I've, I've been free rolled in a few things in my life, or won my way into a few things, and I just start thinking about that min cash. And about yeah. how amazing it would be. Like this is a 25k buy-in. So a yeah. min cash is gonna be worth more money than a win in most of the tournaments that we play. Yeah.
0: That yeah. gets inside
2: yeah. my head. Do you think about
0: that? Um no, not not really, to be honest. No. Um what what's in my mind, yeah, it's it's a bit of both. I'm one um look, one one train of thought is it's gonna be just a super tournament, super holiday. I'm free rolled into it. There's no pressure. You know, it's gonna be a once in a lifetime experience. That's one train of thought. Then the other train of thought is hold on a minute. This is a serious opportunity yeah. to make money. You know, you know, because as, as as you say, Joe, like a I min mean, cash, I don't know, it must be like forty thousand, maybe, I don't know, for the min cash, something like that. I'm not quite sure. But um, you know, so there's two it's kind of two two things going on. You know, two two trains of thought, like at the moment. But look, what I want to do is I want to play. I want to play one slash two high roller events before January. That's really my goal at the moment, just to get a feel because I think the game is uh, the game is progressing every not not every year, every couple of months the game seems to be progressing, and I'm just actually flabbergasted at it you know, how, how it's changing so fast, you know. So I, I I need to get out there and play a few more of them events. Just to go back to
1: what you were saying, Fintan, about how this feels like when you used to qualify for an event in the past, maybe 10 or 12 years ago. What makes yeah. this one so different, I think, and what makes it unique is how far in advance some people will qualify. People like yourself yeah. who've won a platinum pass in the first two months of the year, you've got 10 months to think about it, 10 months to prepare, 10 months to play those high rollers and get the experience that you're talking about.
0: Absolutely. And and you know what, guys, it it has a ripple effect because like all my friends, everyone in my circle is talking about it. You know, Uh, I I mean, it's it's working, James. It's 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 working. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, straight up. I don't know who came up with the idea. Right. But when I heard it first, my friend was my friend Dave Curtis there told me about it. And I just went, wow, that's just is I thought he was pulling the Mickey you know and I said that's just incredible like, just very quickly I, is there know, anyone on the it. UK
1: and Ireland Poker scene who doesn't know David Curtis does he literally just <laughs> go around crazy visiting crazy every poker player's house I
2: think he I think he's actually cousins with everyone
0: he's a great bloke we used to uh, uh, we used to do all the UK Ipts together I mean that was such a brilliant tour and uh you know a lot of the irish and english became really good friends you know so dave would be very well known in the uk and ireland obviously because he's from here i'm going to make a suggestion finton yes for your training there's this
2: website called poker stars and you can play it runs 24 hours a day okay you can play tournaments and and like the people on the site are really good Okay, no, so I, you can I, learn a lot from them. Can I
1: just check? Yeah, are you saying in summary, play on Poker Stars? Play on Poker Stars. Yes, okay. that's what I'm
0: saying. Um, yeah, that's good. But I, I have a big leak, guys. Uh, I can't go on Poker Stars without going to Spin and Goes. <laughs> oh my, Spin and Goes. I mean, it's just you I can practice on, Spin and I Goes go on, for and when, when you're three handed <laughs> for
2: the Poker Stars Players Championship when you're three handed. And the blinds are super high, the
1: spinning goes will come in handy there. I can't guarantee that we will change the format to Pot Limit Omaha for the three handed section of the final table, but. Yeah you know. Uh, One thing I just wanted to quickly reference, Finton and the video uh, was doing the rounds after you won the Mega Stack in Ulster. It was a video that Willie Elliott shot, who was blogging the event, and Big Nick, the TD, was announcing to all the players in the room, Joe, at the start of the Mega Stack, that the winner of this Mega Stack is going to get a platinum pass, good luck, shuffle up and deal. And as he moves out of shot, there's Finton
0: walking up (laughs) behind him. It was almost like... I've seen that. Yeah, it was funny. It was good. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) Yeah no, Nick's a great guy. I mean also his cousin. He, I tell you one thing about PokerStars, right? The live tournament, they li- PokerStars equals live tournaments. That's the truth. They they perfected it to an art and they got the right people, good people like Nick and, and Toby and etc, you know. But um yeah, and I and I mean this this will be this will be a this will be a flagship event. Uh, It's just going to, like, it's going to blow the competition out of the water, in my opinion.
1: Now, Fintan, when we asked you to come on the podcast, you did ask what we were going to talk about. We went over the kind of general subject matter we wanted to discuss. The one thing I forgot to mention to you (laughs) is that Joe Stapleton insists that every single guest on the show competes in one of his trademark dumb games.
2: Okay, I'm up for it. So what I want to do, Fintan, is I'm going to quiz you on facts relating to... The Poker Stars Players Championship and the Platinum Passes. Are you ready?
0: What's What are the stakes here?
2: No stakes, just for pride. And it's, okay, it's, let's go. Let's it's it. multiple choice. This game is called Platinum Pass Gas. And I'm just calling it that so I can play these fart sound okay, effects. Okay, I
0: get, it. I get that, it.
2: That's about it. All right, here we go. Question number one. Mihai Manole was tied for the first Platinum Pass winner... Which was fitting, considering we are currently living in the... A. Year of Romania B. Year of the Dog C. The Year of Expression or D. The Year of the Woman
0: Um, Well, it's the Year of the... rabbit in the Chinese, or... Oh, Year of the Woman. Bingo. Year of the Woman. It is, in
2: fact, the Year of the Woman, but... the reason why Mihai Minoli is relevance because it's the year of Romania. We're looking for the Ah, year of Romania. Question question two. Maria Konnikova, who won a platinum pass at this year's PCA, wrote a book entitled The Confidence Game. What is my favorite con movie? (laughs) What? A. Uh, House of Cards. Excuse me. A. House of Games. B. Ocean's Eleven. C. The Sting. Or D. The Spanish Prisoner.
0: Okay, I'm totally lost in this one. So I'm just going to take a mad guess and go with
2: A. A is incorrect. House of Games, a great con movie. James?
1: The Sting. The Sting, my favorite con sting. movie. Sting. I love this. We're now asking people what Joe Stapleton's favorite movie of a certain genre it's is. It's all
2: related to the Platinum Passes. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. Question three. Taiha won his Platinum Pass through a random draw at this year's PCA. What did I accidentally announce his name to the entire room and tens of thousands of people watching on the live stream as? I didn't even notice this. You got it wrong. I did. Did I announce his name as Tai Ho, Tai Na, Tai He, or Tai Ma? Tai Na, B. Tai Na is incorrect. Tai Ma. Read it as Tai Ma. I'm pretty bad at this joke. That's okay, man. That's the whole point. No one's good at it. You know why? Because it's stupid. Okay. Question four. Maria Lampropoulos won a platinum pass for taking down this year's PCA. What was my favorite Maria Lampropoulos joke from that event? Was it Maria, I love Lampropoulos? Was it you can't stop Maria Lampropoulos? Was it Maria Dropulis or was it Maria Propulis? B. Can't stop her. You know what? Correct. Let's just get them on the board. <laughs> Let's just <laughs> get them on the board. Can we concede that they're all terrible? Oh, yeah, they're all really bad. Uh, just a couple more questions here. Question number five. Kelvin Kerber won his platinum pass after being named the Brazilian Series of Poker Player of the Series. To do that, he must have run hotter than the sun. What is the temperature of the
1: sun in Kelvin? (laughs) Mm -hmm. That is my favorite question ever. The tenuous link from Kelvin Kerber to running hotter than the sun. What's the temperature of the sun in Kelvin? Thank you. Is it A, (laughs) 5,778
2: Kelvin, B, 10,265 Kelvin, C, 6 Kelvin, or D, 5 times 10 squared Kelvin. D. D is, I cannot give you this one. Incorrect. It is 5,778 Kelvin. Just two more questions. Here we go. How do they know? Who stuck a thermometer in the sun? (laughs) Science, buddy. Isuke Kobayashi won his platinum pass for taking down the ACOP main event in Macau. What is the Kobayashi Maru? Is it A, the training simulation used in Star Trek... B, the lawyer from The Usual Suspects, C, a decorated professional eater, or D, a famous YouTube cat? A. A is correct! Yes, he knows his Star Trek. Star Trek. (laughs) And finally, question number seven. Stephen John Jost also won his platinum pass in the Bahamas as a result of a random draw. Which of these following three named individuals is not a confirmed murderer? (laughs) Oh, God. A, John Wayne Gacy, B, James Earl Ray, C, Mark David Chapman, or D, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. C. No, Mark David Chapman is the guy who shot John John Lennon. Lennon. We're looking for Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who is star of TV's home improvement. (laughs) Is not a confirmed murderer. I can't say what he's done. Thank you for
1: clarifying that he is not a murderer. Not
2: a confirmed murderer, but who knows? Who knows No, no, he is not a confirmed (laughs) murderer. (laughs) fit and gavin you did abysmally in the game which means it was very entertaining for me i appreciate it and i
1: appreciate you it means you're saving all your run good for the players championship in the bahamas next year
0: guys thanks so much you've been so kind you really have poker in the ears so it's all one and good
1: joe for us to sit here and talk about who's won a platinum pass so far but With 90% of them still to give away over the course of this year, it's worth reminding people to keep an eye at PokerStarsLive.com, which events are coming up and how many platinum passes are being awarded at those events. And also the online festivals that run through the year, whether it's the Turbo Series, whether it's Scoop, whether it's WCOOP. Bear in mind that there are going to be platinum passes given away throughout 2018.
2: Yeah, and I think there's some uh, live events coming up very
1: soon where you can win said passes. One in London in uh, like two weeks. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of opportunities in London. There's the Mega Stack which is running at the end of February. There's the London Series that's running in mid-March. There's a Mega Stack in San Remo in mid-March. There's APPT Macau, and of course, there's EPT Sochi coming up as well. And there's going to be four platinum passes given away while we are bringing you five days of live coverage of the Sochi leg of the European Tour. Really? So.
2: Four during Sochi as yeah. well? That is fantastic.
1: Um, so, satellites are currently running for Sochi, by the way. It would be great to see you there when we kick off our main event coverage on the 25th of March. Uh, if you are firing up the PokerStars client, if you're looking for some extra value, if you're looking for some poker to play, there is another Poker in the Ears free roll coming up. I kind of feel that last week was a little bit unfair in having the free roll on a Friday. I think we have to be fair and understand that people need time to digest the show, whether that's at the weekend or in their Monday morning commute. So I think the earliest we would ever do it now would be a Sunday evening. Next week's free roll will be on Monday. It's going to be on Monday, the 19th of February.
2: Pay attention, everyone.
1: Okay, go. Okay, Monday the 19th of February. And bearing in mind that we do think that the vast majority of our audience is in Europe and we're aware that Monday is a working day, it's in the evening, European time. So that's 10 past 8 in the evening in the UK and 10 past 9 in the evening, Central European time. For those of you in the United States and Canada, that is 10 past 3 in the afternoon in the Eastern time zone. As usual, the game only appears in the lobby 20 minutes before it starts. The free roll name is Platinum Planet. Because we are celebrating the platinum passes on this week's podcast. Nice. Platinum Planet is the name of the tournament, and the password is please listen carefully more than 300. All one word. So that is all lowercase, all one word M O R E T H A N 300. That's digits. 300. Zero, zero. Eight letters, three numbers. More than 300. Correct. That will get you into the free roll on Monday, the 19th of February. Um, Just to pick up, actually, on uh, something that someone said about us potentially playing in the free roll, I will try and find the opportunity at least once to make it into the lobby, and maybe I'll find some... Pokestar swag that I can put on my head as a bounty. And hopefully, there'll be sometime in the near future, although I'm not sure when, Joe, when it's you'll tough. be on this side of the water and you'll legally be allowed to play the free roll. Yeah, role.
2: it's tough. You know, uh the guy who said it was like, I don't see any reason why you can't play the free roll. And I was like, well, there is that one matter of the old US government uh, not allowed. Uh, and I have not been out of the country for any of the free rolls just yet. Hopefully the stars align. Of course I would play. Of course I would play, guys.
1: Do you remember when Andy Gibbons said that he enjoyed ignoring the people in the chat asking for the three-year-old password? Uh, Rob Vernon tweeted this week say, I enjoy not ignoring all the people begging for the password. Instead, I troll them with fake passwords, which <laughs> they then keep trying. Uh, Rob, by the way, very keen to apply for Superfan versus Stapes. See the guy that had, like, seven different things, and you were like, nope, uh-uh, yeah, can't do it, already been done. Well, his first choice was Robocop, which we did do a while back, and bless him. Rob says, I just binge-listened to back episodes of Poker in the Ears to find the episode where Robocop was the uh, Superfan subject. Answer? Answer? Episode eighty three. <laughs> then I discovered that the subjects are actually in the podcast descriptions, so he could have just
2: he read listened the blood. to
3: eighty three <laughs>
2: episodes of the podcast. <laughs> oh my! Well, he certainly earned
1: his super fan status. <laughs> and he says, on the bright side, he would have won the quiz, so he clearly knows his stuff. Rob has now suggested a subject, which we will have uh very soon rob is on the list you'll be hearing him on a future episode but this week as previously advertised we're going to speak to andy ford ford hey is it possible can
2: we give out the superfan subjects ahead of time if people like want to watch whatever movie it is and play along
1: that's a very good idea um i'm just trying to think whether we'll be able to do it like many weeks in advance. Next week is Airplane! Exclamation okay. point. The 1980 comedy. Uh, Shirley, so you want serious. <laughs> I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. So check out Airplane if you want to play along at home. Pulp Fiction, I believe, is the one that Rob finally came up with, which you've agreed to put on the list.
2: And Cannonball Run is coming up, right? Cannonball
1: Run is coming up, and Tombstone.
2: Oh, cool. I will definitely have to rewatch Tombstone because uh, I haven't seen it since I was a teenager. Cannonball Run I've never seen and I'm actually really looking forward to it. I'm, I'm glad to have this. Ex-
1: oh, you're making a face. Oh, do you know what? It was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Yeah. And then about five or six years ago, I revisited it on DVD yeah. and I'm like, God, this is shit. Oh, no. Yeah, it's one of those films which just needs needs to belong where it belonged in my memory as a child. Uh, it, it needs a reboot. It still has its moments, though. Still has its moments. To be discussed on a future episode okay. of Superfan vs. Stapes. But this week, it's all about the Goonies.
0: Superfan vs. Stapes.
1: And the most important question that needs to be asked during this segment... <laughs> is not related to the Goonies. It is Andy Ford from Moose Jaw, Canada. Why you have two O's in your name?
3: I don't know.
2: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't really expect him to know the answer to that. I but
3: To just distinguish from the car company, I suppose, Joe.
2: That's right. We're not those
1: car people. We're the Fords, not
2: the that's Fords. That's right.
1: Andy, welcome to the show. Uh, Congratulations for making it through the vetting process and picking a specialist subject that no one had picked before. As previously discussed, clearly people want to answer questions about the same movies. I hope that he doesn't want to... uh, He's not challenging me to the Goonies with
2: three O's. Because I've only (laughs) seen the Goonies with two
3: O's. Exactly.
2: Okay.
3: I feel like you're always quoting the movie there, Joe, so I had to ask.
2: Andy, I I do quote the movie quite a bit. Goonies never say die, and neither does whoever. I've I've said that a whole bunch of times. And careful, there's... you
1: might be giving away answers to the okay. questions.
2: I don't know what the questions are, by the way. They've been given to me in a sealed envelope. I gotta ask Andy a couple questions about him first, though, because, well, I always do. But because in this case, I haven't won one of these in a long time, and I've I feel guilty about like, God, who's gonna be the guy that I beat, like because or girl that I beat because. Andy, what's your situation? What's your job? If you're like a, if you're like a successful rich dude, I'm gonna fucking shellack you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm just your everyday electrician.
2: Oh, he's Blue collar and everything. I don't know. If, I don't know if I could do it. I have a sudden, my memory on the Goonies is getting foggy. You see, not being funny, I was actually just going to give you right. the
1: prizes by default when I realized you lived in Moose Jaw. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: you're an electrician. You play some online poker. You bet. Yeah. You got a family. Nope, no family. Single guy in Moose Jaw.
3: Yeah, you bet.
2: What if
1: instead of... What What are the prizes on offer this week? It is the usual EPT Sochi satellite ticket and the mini chip set. What if instead of... The,
2: I'll tell you what. If you lose, instead of the... What does he not get if he... The ticket. The ticket. If you don't get the ticket, I will send you enough money on Poker Stars to afford two months of Tinder Plus. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Because I kind of want to try to win this week.
3: Okay, let's go.
2: Okay, not no super likes, though. I mean, you get five super likes a day, though, at Tinder Plus. But no extra super likes. So, basically, he uh,
1: gets the chipset and the Tinder likes. Yeah. Who gets the title? Are we are we dealing for the win here? Oh, wow. <laughs> Relevant. I'm not getting involved in that. We've
2: managed to not talk about anything remotely controversial on this show <laughs> ever. We're not starting I now.
3: I know exactly <laughs> where you guys are at. I'm a poker super fan.
1: Okay, Andy. Well... Let's see if you're a super fan of the Goonies, because you know how this works. People say they know about something and then you start asking them questions about it, and whoops.
3: Yeah, I'll Uh, try to do better than last week's fan there, James.
1: Well, he still won the game, nonetheless. Um, (laughs) So there are 12 questions here, but we'll only go through 10 of them. They are all multiple choice. Obviously, I didn't Put this quiz together, Andy, so it might be easier than last week. So you
2: said the interns put this together? Yes. So they they
1: had to watch because they've never heard of the Goonies, right? Uh, both Robbie and Matty sat and watched the Goonies on the company's time and the company's dime, and then compiled this quiz. (laughs) That's what a job. Did they like it? I think so. Okay. All right. Um. So basically, it's the usual deal. Andy, uh, the questions are worth two points unless, of course, you need to take the multiple choice options, in which case they're worth one point. And you can pick where you want to go on the board, one through 12, all available.
3: All right, well, we'll let Joe take seven, and I'm (laughs) going to go
1: with eight. Okay, you're going to take number eight. Mama Fratelli tells the Goonies that the only thing they serve in the restaurant is... Tongue. For two points, correct. Andy is on the board. Okay, Joey, so you get question seven? Tongue. Okay, yeah, it's always coming seven. Let's go. What does mouth tell Rosalita is kept in the dresser? Drugs. Correct, for
2: two points. Los drogas is actually what he says because he speaks Spanish to her. Come on!
3: <laughs>
1: there is a bonus question related to this one. Actually, let's do your bonus question first. My apologies, Andy. I didn't realize there was a bonus attached to question eight. Oh, no problem. Whose tongue is Mama Fratelli threatening when she pulls out her knife? Mouth. It is. You get a bonus point. Joe, your bonus question. Uh, what order does Mouth say the drug should be in? Oh, boy. Uh, this is complicated. I, it I, is complicated. This
2: is worth two points, this bonus. It's um, the marijuana on top, uh, the, the cocaine next, and the heroin on the bottom. Correct. Holy
3: shit. Beautiful.
2: And the thing is, when I saw that
1: movie, I didn't even know what those fucking things were. <laughs> it was a much more <laughs> nope innocent age. Uh, Andy, question seven and eight have gone. Where do you want to go next? We'll go with number one. Question number one. You will get this without the multiple choice options. Even I knew the answer to this one. What is the name of Chunk's Dance?
3: The Truffle Shuffle.
1: Correct for two points. 5-4. Joe, which question? We got a hell of a game going here.
2: Uh, let's just... I'll, I'm just going to take the lowest number imaginable so I okay. don't
1: have to have the, the embarrassment of me being like, uh, oh, we just did number one? Question number two. Multiple choice options available. Kay. What is the date on One-Eyed Willie's map?
2: Oh, man. I definitely don't know without the multiple choice.
1: Okay. Is it 1432, 1532, oh. 1632, or
2: 1732? Uh... 15 the 15
1: one no it's sixteen thirty-two. go on is there a bonus there is a bonus yeah what is the name of one-eyed willies pirate ship oh oh i I don't know you can steal andy for a point the inferno it is you have a 6-4 lead and it's your question
3: uh we'll just go with question 10
1: question number 10 what is the name of the town the film is set in? Astoria. For 2 points, correct. Joe, where do you want to go on the board? Just the next one. I knew Astoria. Uh, do you mean the next one after question 10 or do you mean the next one chronologically? The next lowest number, please. Okay, number 3. What is the worst thing Chunk confesses to ever doing? To throwing
2: fake vomit over the the balcony of a movie theater. Correct, for 2 points. And I made a noise like this.
1: No bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Andy, your penultimate question.
3: Um, let's go number five.
1: Question number five. What is the name of the gadget that stops data from falling onto spikes?
3: The Pinchers of Peril.
1: Correct. For two points. Wait, Pinchers of Peril?
2: I think so.
3: I always thought it was power, but it's I thought
1: so, too. Wow, nice job. I would have said pinchers of power. And there is a bonus, Andy. What three-digit number is shown on Data's gadget belt?
3: Oh, this one's for you, James. It's 007. (laughs) It is.
1: Shit. he gets the bonus points. I'm not going to win. Joe, it's your question. Question four. Question number four. Whose skeleton do the Goonies first come across in the tunnels? Oh,
3: God.
2: It is the the adventurer that came before them. Uh, I'm not going to get it without the multiple choice.
1: The choices are, is yeah. it One-Eyed Willie, a policeman, Richard Donner, or Chester Copperpot? Chester Copperpot! How could I have not remembered Chester fucking Copperpot? I know, and you built yourself up as, Oh, I remember this because this is, you know, years ago when I remembered stuff. I, I, look, I remembered the order that drugs were kept in. Come on. That was pretty impressive, actually. Uh... Your final question, Andy, uh, 6, 9, 11, and 12 are available.
3: We'll go 11.
1: 11. What t-shirt is Mouth wearing throughout the film?
3: Purple Rain.
1: It is, for two points. Joe, your final question. I'm fucked. <laughs> is not the answer, <laughs> but the question is, in the restaurant basement, what can chunks smell in the freezer? Rocky Road ice cream. Correct. For two points, the final score, Joe, this is good for you, nine points. Nine. However, our super fan, Andy Ford, scored 13 points. Can we do the last two questions just for funsies? When, sure. Yeah. Okay, the last two questions just want, for funsies. Andy can go first. Andy, which Goonie punches Mama Fratelli in the face? Step. Congratulations. And Joe, name all eight Goonies. Uh, okay. Okay. Mikey, Chunk,
2: Bran, Data, Steph. That's only five. Jeez. Um, Andy.
1: There's six.
3: What else is there?
1: Do you want to fill in the blanks, Andy?
3: I think Sloth has to count. Yes. Okay. And uh, did you mention Mouth? He didn't. Those Ah, were the last two. mouth
1: and sloth. Andy, my goodness. Well done, buddy. Congratulations, Andy, with a 13-point win over Joe. Well, it was 13-9, so it's actually a four-point lead win over Joe. But crucially, it's a win. And a win gets you the mini chipset and the EPT Sochi satellite ticket. Perfect. And uh, you're on your own for Tinder for for (laughs) embarrassing
2: me. Uh,
1: I actually don't really care about Tinder. That's more Joe's domain. But I'm interested... What's Tinder like in Moose Jaw? I mean, are are there there many people on there?
3: Uh, No, I I wouldn't know. I don't dabble in that uh, department, Joe, James.
1: Well, maybe you need to open
2: your mind up a little bit and not be so judgy,
3: Andy. No, I'm not.
1: All right. Andy, enjoy your prizes. Thank you very much for coming on the show. and Congratulations once again.
3: Pleasure to be on the show, guys. Thanks very much. Nice work. Andy, you (laughs) goonie!
2: All right, Andy Ford. Thanks a lot for being on the show. Guess what, my babies? That is all the time we got for this week's show. Next week, TV recap is back. We're going to close out Mila's episode of the Poker Stars Championship Cash
1: Challenge. And we're going to fire up Alex Curry's episodes. Well, we've already had one episode this week, second episode next week, and we will be catching up with Sam Grafton, who obviously plays a very instrumental role in both shows. I
2: fucking hate Sam so much. He's so funny. He's so (laughs) funny. Like, he's just one of those dudes. Every every time he opens his mouth, I think Sam is funnier at the table than Kevin Hart. And I think Kevin Hart is also very funny. I was going to
1: say, I've had five weeks of you being envious of Kevin Hart. Now I've got another five weeks of you being envious of Sam Grafton. It just
2: sucks. And don't forget Nick Shulman, because I'm envious of him too. <laughs> all right, guys, that is all the time I got for this week's show. Until next time, for James Hardigan, I am Joe Stapleton. Smell you later.